Welcome to the Reality Bite, where we're talking all things Bachelor in Paradise. I'm Matt Whitehead. I'm Talia Pritchard. Oh boy, Tals, what would you like to start with? <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> Hi, tired. I'm Talia. Um, it's been a really big week in the Bachelor world, and I feel like we should just get straight stuck into it. I think we have to. There's a lot to unpack. All right, so we pick up exactly where we left off, which is right after the rose ceremony where Cass kind of did a dirty in my mind and she gave her rose to Jackson knowing that Brittany was wanting to do that. Yeah, so Brittany's super upset. Brittany has had a bad run. Curse of Brittany continues. Yeah, exactly. She storms off. Cass wants to eventually talk to her Mm. um, and Brittany blows it off, which I think is fair enough in that situation. Well, I think that's kind of like a case of um, wanting to absolve yourself of a shitty thing that you know is shitty. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. And Cass tries to deflect it back. She's like, well, Brittany's not being very mature about this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and if that's your takeaway, then great. <laughs> um, yeah. And she also uh, tells Brittany to take a chill pill, which I think is one of the funniest things ever because it's not 1997. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> sorry for wheezing directly into the mic. I just think about it so much. She's just like, wow, take a chill chill pill and that on top of what else did she call it like one angry chick i just think cass has these like wild wild throwbacks she is kind of perpetually stuck in high school like everything that kind of comes out of her mouth in this retaliation is very high school behavior take a chill pill take <laughs> like a chill pill said. i love that so much just like um, i just didn't think 2020 was the year when take a chill pill would make a comeback i mean hasn't it been bad enough already let's not <laughs> Let's not bring that phrase back. She also says to Alicia, um, when Alicia tries to get Cass to apologize, she's like, but I'm not at fault for anything. Yeah, she's like, she's really... She just does. She, I think she even says, like, I don't feel sorry for what I did. Like, I wanted to give my rose to Jackson, so I did. And I guess, you know, stand by your action. But at the same time, I think what she really wanted was for Britney to say, that's fine. And mm. Britney wasn't going to do that. Yeah. I think if you're going to make that choice, and I guess... We are in paradise. You're meant to make a choice based on what your heart wants. I mean, does Cass's heart want Jackson? Debatable. But stick to that choice, sure. But then also it's still fine to acknowledge that you've hurt someone else. And I think Cass's problem is she doesn't really take responsibility for her actions when they start to spin out. And I do think that you raise a really interesting point when you say, does Cass actually want Jackson? But I think we'll get stuck into that later in this episode. Um, So after it's a new day in paradise and everybody's kind of, you know, reeling from that rose ceremony, we get a new arrival. (laughs) The people ask for it and you've got it. Checks notes. It's Kelsey. Yeah, I think uh, Mary recognised her, which was good because I didn't. And, like, you know, you and I uh, pride ourselves on knowing this franchise pretty well. Mm. Oh, boy, did I have to look up Keely. I know. (laughs) But even she says she was in episode one of Matt Agnew's season and only episode one. Yes, Um, which is so interesting to me because what's that, like, 20-something girls to leave in the first episode and then come back to paradise? I mean... Just who are you? She wants her second chance at love. Uh, she's back. Roll roll the highlight reel of Keely <laughs> walking in and also out of the Bachelorette mansion. Let's talk about her best memories from The Bachelor too. Okay. Great. Um, yeah. <laughs> so... 
so that happens. I mean, it's it is interesting that we're like we're this far in and we've still got new faces, but not only new faces, but like unrecognizable ones. Yeah, because. And I think Janie, um, when I kind of spoke to her after her time on the show, she said she had the harder job because everybody knew each other. Mm. So they already kind of had a head start making connections. And then Keely comes in and everybody's like, they don't have access to Google on in Paradise. No. They can't look up who Keely is. Um, but she's in there and that's great. That's good for her. Good for Keely. It uh, must suck coming in so late too. It must. Like, You've already got being a bit of a no-name against you and then you're coming in with a week to go. Yeah. And there's very few beds left that, you know. Kieran hasn't been in. <laughs> Kieran's not already in, so you have to sleep on the floor. Um, Kira immediately does not warm to Keely. This is a signature Kira move, which is to pretend like you don't know someone's name. But but she commits to this. She really runs with it. And honestly, like at first I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. But then the longer that she committed to it, the more I was like, this is why I, I do enjoy Kira on TV because when she wants to do a bit, she does a bit. <laughs> she does it. She leans into the, yeah. So she's calling her in all her like, Voxies, she's calling her like Kelsey and, and like and everything else. And it's like, oh, Keely's name is so similar to your own name. Like it's actually it's, Yeah, because she's like, what kind of name is Keely anyway? And it's like, okay, Kira, yeah. like, come on. Like, um, it's basically identical to yours. Yeah. It's not that hard. Um, so I love this act of maturity and I love that it continues for like both episodes nine and ten. It's great. For, I, she, I really enjoy it. She sticks to her guns. We'll give Kira that. But do you think she's immediately threatened because Alex is kind of pulling away and she's like, a new a new person has come in. I need to kind of make sure that I'm the alpha here. I think so. I also, I mean, we'll talk about Kira and Alex's relationship anyway, but I've never seen two people more friend zoned with each other with like such zero chemistry. Would we call them friends? Well, I don't even know. Yeah, like, I just feel like they're tolerating zone each other. <laughs> <laughs> like there are times when Alex is literally like his, he's like trying to astral project out of paradise. He does not want to be there, but he wants to like hang with the boys and he's hoping that someone else is going to come into paradise. And then why is Alex in paradise? It's you're so right. He just wants to be there with the boys. I know. I, I mean, like, I think, I think nothing he's given me has. I think if circumstances were different, he and Jess could have really hit it off. And he, mm. I think he seems like a very, like, normal, sweet man. I, I think he's lovely. But even I just spoke to Jess after she got eliminated um, for Punky. And she said Alex was fully there for the boys. Like, he didn't want to oh. of her after he found out she was with Kieran. Um, which, you know, like, maybe is a bro code thing. But she was just kind of really pointed out that. He's a in bro zone. Right. Bro zone. <laughs> Title of my autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> um, so a date card arrives uh, and it's not for Keely. <laughs> <laughs> or Kelsey. Yeah, because the producers were like, who? Um, it's for Cass. And this was very interesting to watch because uh, we found out that Brittany and Jackson shared another kiss after the rose mm-hmm. ceremony, even though Brittany didn't get to give Jackson her rose. They still had a bit of a pash. Even knowing that Castile takes Jackson on the date. What are yeah. your thoughts? Yeah. Just, you know how last week we talked about how long do you stay in paradise for? Like there's a time limit surely that some people shouldn't be there anymore. Do you think Cass is waiting for someone else to walk through and Jackson was just still kind of a single man that she could take on the date? Or do you think she's actually interested in him? Well, here's the thing. When she takes Jackson on the date, she 
laughs about it and says, I love treading on other people's toes, something like that. Mm. Which to me, I was like, okay, so are you taking him on the date because you're interested in him or are you taking him on the date because you kind of want to stick it to Brittany? And this circles back to her competitive behavior with Abby in the earlier episodes too, that as soon as Abby was showing interest in Kieran, Cass was kind of showing interest in Kieran, I think enjoying taking him away. Mm. As I don't, yeah, it's interesting. She's got this very competitive element to her with the other girls. But also, as we said last ep, um, she's always she has this checklist of like she wants a like she wants a man who's got like a stable job. He doesn't party. Like he's like a grown up. And we also know that Jackson is there to find somebody to have fun with and have a drink and a laugh. And it's like for some reason all the other guys in paradise who met her criteria Cass was not interested in, but somebody who's like actively goes against everything that she wants. She's like, actually, yeah, he's the one that I want to take on this day. That's it. This 25 year old guy that loves a drink. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about their date briefly. Cause it wasn't very interesting. Yeah. It was boring. I don't like snorkeling. I think I did it once. She really had a firm grip on him though. That's like the one like in my notes. Cause Obviously, I write notes when I watch the episode. Okay, congratulations. Everybody's <laughs> applauding. Guys, pause the podcast so you can give Tiles a round of applause. Okay, unpause. <laughs> oh, wait, they can't hear that. They paused it. <laughs> My only screenshots are her gripping onto him. <laughs> In case he, like, floats away. I'm doing the motions to Matt yeah. <laughs> right now. She's holding me really tight. <laughs> We're actually wearing snorkels. It's, like, just a weird coincidence. Um, yeah, this was boring. And then they had like their chat afterwards. And, um, again, it was just kind of like, she was making more digs at Brittany than she was actually trying to get to know Jackson. Yeah. I don't think she would be able to tell us any information about him or his family or his life. You know, the kind of first date stuff you would normally talk about, but she tells him that he needs to get off the fence with her and Brittany. And I just think she, she gives the impression anyway, that she is the shoe in choice even though her behavior hasn't exactly been nice to watch. Mm. She's a bit, she's kind of got this element to her where she's like, well, why would he choose Brittany over me? And I think we spoke about this as well, is that like Brittany in her entire history in paradise, despite how she's been treated by other people, she has never put another person down. She's mm-hmm. always there to lift people up. And I really respect her for that. And again, it, she, even with what Cass is doing, I don't, remember and I could be wrong but I don't remember Brittany saying anything negative towards Cass as a person no just to her actions absolutely absolutely right and I think that's kind of a a very telling sign between the two of them as to like their approaches to paradise I think so too Mm. so like their date whatever snorkeling boo Whatever. Let's add that to the list of like th- activities we're not going to do on our dates. <laughs> <laughs> Kayaking, biking, hot air ballooning, tandem bikes. Activities. Yep. Anything tandem. Remember Lorena on the first season of Bachelor in Paradise? Of she course. just wanted to wear face masks and just lie in the sun. Yes, that sounds awesome. Mm, queen. Although I do think that I would want to go on a date and eat a pie. Yes. I don't even want to go on a date. I just want to eat a pie. Oh, speaking of pies, okay. I yeah. really warmed to Jackson in the last couple episodes. Like, as in like you're you're on board i'm on board with jackson thank you yeah and it's not just the pies this time i don't want to use him for his business empire but also i would like to yeah yeah well welcome to the club thank you i mean we're 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 obviously like we're customers of of the galo empire but we're still members of the church of glenn exactly that's just the hierarchy is still there thank you so much listeners that's our next podcast episode it's just um two hours and 45 minutes on the church of glenn how to sign up 
So it's a short one. (laughs) (laughs) We got to cut it down. Yeah, it's truncated. Um, So we got another fun banquet. This theme is a free for all. I'm curious if you could ask a question at this stage in paradise to the table, what Mm -hmm. would you ask? Um, The question I would put in would be, and I've stolen this directly from Jackson's Instagram which I'm stalking, is would you rather have pubes for teeth or teeth for pubes? <laughs> I just hated the eye contact you made when you said that. Um, Answer my question. Great question. So that's the question you would ask at the banquet. Mm. Um, I think, oh boy. So basically. the. I think teeth for pubes, right? Yeah, I think so. Because how could you <laughs> Imagine <chew>? smiling. <laughs> or smile, yeah. You'd have to just eat krill like a a, a whale. Which, I mean, yeah. Which is cool. Skinny. <laughs> Don't shame whales. Um, okay, cool. That wasn't what, what I was, like, thinking okay, when but, I asked that question, but, like, I'm glad well, we got here. We need to blame Jackson, Eleanor, and Britt for that one because I was watching their Instagram stories when they were live watching The Bachelor. Yeah, the I remember. Day, so. Can I also just say, and this is, like, so, like, <laughs> we're so off topic, Britt wearing a full um, white top, white pants while drinking red wine. Oh. I was like, that's a beautiful, confident woman. That is. I've got more spills on me. Like, I've spilt red wine on me today and I haven't even drunk red wine. When I watch the show, I'm wearing my Udi and the amount of. They're not going to sponsor you. Stop trying to get Udi. 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 (laughs) When I wear my Udi. I hate um, those things. What question, Udi, would you put into the Bulla banquet? Um,. Uh, you know, like I asked you so confidently, but I have nothing. Um, <laughs> um, do, you know, do you know what? Okay, like, sorry to not have a disgusting would you rather, but um, I would probably ask, be honest, do you think you've overstayed your welcome in paradise? Oh. Comma, cast, question mark. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just written like in little letters. Because I do think that if you have to be honest around that table, there are people that are, it, it's been a long paradise like she was there day one right yeah yeah she was and and eventually you would get bored right oh maybe that's just me on holidays but I love a good relaxing holiday sure but after a week of being in Bali or whatever I'm like okay I'm ready to go home and do stuff again I'd miss my PS4 sure yeah some of us just want to like read books and go see friends okay well I don't know how to read Talia thanks for bringing that up I told my F45 trainer that this week as a joke and she like looked at me scared and I was like, JK, <laughs> um, I don't know what those letters mean. <laughs> um, okay. So the banquet, like again, it just, it, it starts tense and then it just gets worse. Like it just mm-hmm. got more and more progressively tense. My favorite thing was that Alex was just trying to be a, like a, a nice human being to Keely and Kira stormed off because of it. Yeah. So they were, Asked to compliment their partner, their partner, weren't they? Would you like to go first? Um, I really like your <laughs> the way you're looking at me right now as okay. I try to think about something nice about you. Is that what you meant? Good cop out. Anyway, uh, compliment me. Okay, I love your pubes for teeth. <laughs> <laughs> They're very curly. <laughs> No, oh, I want can... a teeth for pubes. Oh, sorry. What I say pubes? No, tough luck. <laughs> Don't give me pubic teeth. Oh, my God. Trumpy pubic teeth, Pritchard. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they're, they're asked to compliment people. And then Alex is like, oh, somebody should say something nice about Keely. And obviously nobody says anything because they don't know who she is. But also um, Kira's furious at this because she takes that as like a personal slight against her. Yeah, which 
she did get Alex's rose, so mm. I guess. Did he compliment her, though? I don't think he did. But I don't think we saw, like, I don't think yeah. we saw all, I think we just saw, like, Glenn be charming, and then it just, like, cut to Alex being like, someone should say something nice. And he didn't even say, like, I'd like to say something nice about Keely because I'm interested in her. He just said something like, someone should say something nice about yeah. Keely so that she's included. And then um, that really upset Kira, and then she she just stormed off. She storms off. She's gone. For five minutes, though. Sometimes you do need to storm off from a dinner to have a cry and come back. Do you? <laughs> what? Just like when you're eating, like, my muscle chef alone at home, you just have to storm off away from Call the- me my muscle chef. <laughs> okay, <laughs> your muscle chef. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> anyway, um, this is going to be a disaster to edit. I'm sorry. <laughs> Every time we get to the end of this season, our producer just shows up crying. <laughs> She's like, oh, here we go. Um, so then after Kira comes back, Kiki, Kiki goes off and she kind of gives her a pep talk, which mm-hmm. was nice. Um, and then they come back and it was like, okay, that was that happened. Yeah. And then the conversation turns again to Kira and Renee and Matt. Um, Renee's asked if her feelings for Matt are real or if she's just after revenge for what Kieran did to her. And then there's some other like very transparent questions about, you know, have you ever cheated on a partner? And then I think Kiki gets asked about Kieran. And while she's answering, Alicia and Renee start talking about how it's becoming apparent that Kieran has not told her that he was intimate with Jess. Yes. Days before she arrived. Yeah. And remember the whole rumours are swirling that Kiki and Kieran have organised this on the outside too. So yeah. the fact that Kieran has been intimate with Jess. Um, do you ever think you're just going to finish watching these shows and the only way you can ever refer to sex again is by saying intimate? No, because I always say do-do boogie-woogie. Isn't, <laughs> isn't that what you call it? You want to do-do boogie-woogie? Uh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But I say that through my pubes for teeth. <laughs> So it's just it just sounds a lot bushier it's than that. It's just like muffled. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so Kieran gets a bit riled up, which is so new. Because <laughs> well, he's only so calm and collected. While Alicia and Renee are chatting, like yeah, he gets he gets annoyed that they're sort of whispering at the end of the table, and then he tries to call them out to say like, "What are you whispering about?" And they're like, "No, no, nothing, nothing, nothing." Yeah. And then he leaves because he doesn't know that you can just end a dinner. Like altogether, he thinks yeah. that like somebody has to like leave. Always first. storm off. Yeah, yeah. Or do you think he just? Do you think he got really upset that Kira stormed? He was like, "That's my move." <laughs> yeah. And so then she got. She. He was like, "You have to come back. I want to storm off." And that's why he sent Kiki after her to like. <gasps> yeah. True. Okay, we're on to something. Oh here. my god, conspiracy! I love it. Um. Well, yeah. So after the banquet, everybody's kind of hanging around and still really upset. Mm-hmm. And Alicia went up to apologize to Kiki to kind of smooth things over. Um, but then after she does that, okay, I did love this, but it was awkward. But after she smooths things over and Kiki and Kieran are walking away, she laughs to kind of let out <laughs> some sort of awkward tension. I know, but I really relate to this because I do the same when something's going really badly. I nervous laugh. Yeah. And also like there's so much tension yeah. and it's like, it's just been so intense and emotional. And she just lets out like a little giggle as if to say sort of like, Oh my god, this is hectic. Yes, and Kieran overhears, and then and then just like and then just reaches boiling point again, and they have to smooth things over. But during that, Kiki kind of comes to the realization that obviously, like, she didn't know the bigger picture. So then she confronts Kieran and mm-hmm. finally finds out about Jess. While all that's going down, Matt also decides to confront Tim about all his kind of pot stirring. Yes, and then the boys have a huge argy bargy. This was weird. Uh, it's like bro code fully boiled over. Tim was blowing up about 
Matt stealing Kieran's ex-missus, mm. like a term I never want to hear again. Snake. Yeah, they're all just yelling at each other. Tim's like, everyone in Australia will see that you're a rat. And it's like... I don't think we did. No. Also, I thought it was so funny when um, Matt was like, why did you say that Like nobody likes me, like everybody hates me? And then Tim was like, I didn't think you would take that literally. <laughs> like, and then Tim's like, I don't even remember what I said 10 seconds ago. Like, why is he bringing this up? I know. But I love that. It's like, how else would he have taken that other than literally? I just loved that all these boys are yelling at each other. They're getting right in each other's faces and the girls are just standing there watching being like what the hell is going on i mean when you've got kira standing there being like this is a bit too much much. (laughs) like you know that you've gone over the limit i just i was sitting there i was like "Mm, deleting all my dating apps Mm. this is yeah heterosexual men and what they do i've literally written men are bad and then underlined it yeah, I've got straight men are wild. Mm. And then I have Mary and Connor were just canoodling. I know. In the distance. Uh, like, <laughs> Connor for president, he's, uh, thank God he's there. I know. I'm so sorry I ever photoshopped um, a loaf of white bread over Connor's face. No, I, I, it was valid. Mm. But we love him. Things end on a pretty heated note. So should we take a break and give each other a massage? Please don't touch me, but yes. <laughs> Hey, Husey here. Can't get enough of Husey. We have a problem. Well, here we are to help you even more. We've got a podcast. Find it at your favourite podcast app. And we're limber and we're back. Limber? What are we? We're like relaxed? I don't know. Yeah, Matt just did so many yoga stretches. Oh my God. I did like four somersaults in a row and Tiles was really proud of me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. The other thing that happens after this uh, banquet is that Kiki finally finds out about Kieran and Jess and she's really upset. I don't think she's so much upset about the fact that he hooked up with Jess, but more that he didn't tell her and she had to find out like this. Yes, Kieran is still on that kind of vibe where he's like, I've been really honest. I'm constantly honest, but he's only honest when people ask him the questions. Yeah, which I don't he's think is actually... He's not forthcoming with the information. 100%. And if you're hiding something, you're not being truthful. Yeah, it's not really honesty if you're just answering... Because it's like... You're just hoping she doesn't find out. Yeah. That's not being honest. Maybe honesty means something different in the UK. Or just a straight man. Oh. Honesty means something different to straight men than it does to women. That's true. Well, it's a after everything kind of um, hits boiling point, then on the very next day, everyone's kind of calmed down, except for Tim, who just goes straight up to Brit and says, we should leave. I don't like myself in here. We should go. Yeah. We're, he's just pacing his room. Then It's a very small room. There's not a lot of paces. No, and he's a very tall man. Mm. He must have very long legs, but... Yeah, he just said Paradise has brought him on stock and he wants to leave. And she was just like, okay. And then they go and nobody ever speaks about them again. It's done. Yeah. It's like they've been whisked off by the FBI or something. Yeah, they vanish. Going to hiding. And and so that, yeah, so they go out to test their connection in the real world. Yes. I'm shrugging. Yeah, I've gotten. I, I don't know. I think no it was. opinion on it, this. In the early episodes, I thought like it, it was interesting. You know, the two of them seemed like a cute couple. <laughs> You just don't sound convinced. You're like telling me that you're shaking your head like it was interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Maybe I don't know what the word interesting means. What I want to talk about is after the blow up from the night before is Kiki and Kieran are just like 
they're just cut to Kiki and Kieran doing this slow-mo run on the beach. Yes. Okay. Here's something that I, I feel like we talked about this off mic, but my heart breaks for Kiki because I feel like she came into paradise thinking she was going to get a fairy tale story and she's really trying to put on a brave face and commit to that. She really, really is. And she's trying to look past a lot of things uh, to kind of have that love story play out. And I think this was kind of like a, a big like symbol of that. Like the very next day after they have this fight, they're like having like a romp in the sand and they're pretending like they're on Baywatch. Well, it's just very image focused, isn't it? Yes. They're very image focused, aren't they? Yeah. In a, sen- in a sense that like they're so conscious of the cameras and the optics of the show mm. and like it. And and I do I like I I really like Kiki. I think she seems I do really too. cool. I really like her. She's but... really funny, but I think she's just been sort of like sold a story that isn't actually being played out. And she's a bit stuck, so she keeps going with that story. It's interesting to watch it unfold, though, in the way not in the way they probably thought it would. Mm. And also, you can't really hide anything in Paradise. I don't think, or act your way through it. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, like things continue to unravel. Well, <laughs> well, that's just my life. <laughs> that's what I was talking about. <laughs> uh, another couple who are dealing with things a little differently, Akira and Alex, because after her sort of outbursts and attacks on Keely, um, Alex wants to have a conversation with her. And my favorite part was when he said that he felt like she wasn't being very empathetic. And she said, I had my own shit on yesterday. <laughs> Which is the best response to somebody saying you're not very empathetic. Like, it's so well, good. I had my own shit going on. My favorite part too was they were sitting down for this conversation. She made him switch sides of the lounge because it wasn't her good side. Yeah. Yeah. She's amazing. Honestly. She was made for TV. It's just Alex is trying to dump her. Let's say again. I don't just, I don't know what's going on with these two. Um, he's saying he's unsure about the whole thing. And she's like, what? I thought I broke up with you last night. <laughs> Well, this is like the first time I think where he sort of says that he wants space and it doesn't stick. He He's basically like, mm. I think I want space. And she's like, okay, like you can go to the bar. I'll go to the pool. Like that's fine. <laughs> and that's not what he means. No. And that is like something that just like continues throughout this whole thing is like he is trying to get distance from her and she just doesn't hear him she almost rewrites stuff as it's happening like he called her behavior childish and then she tells him that he's not oh emotionally t- intelligent enough for her oh, it's just so fascinating to watch them both at work because he's constantly confused yeah she's a she's a master of everything she's great um but also we had a new arrival mia yeah mia we all your face went her. completely blank <laughs> Your face went absolutely blank. It was literally like I had just said a, a spoken in a different language. I honestly have not slept since this show has been on. I know. Which sounds like because, an exaggeration. Because you've just been awake and alert just waiting for Mia to come in. Is that yes. why? You were just like. I knew Mia was coming and I was like, God, where is she? Yeah. Well, you didn't know because like, why would you? Um, um, because I've been praying. It was on your vision board and your vision board is just a, a life-size cardboard cut out of Mia. Great. Mia comes in and great. That, that's all we can say. She's about very that. tall. She's beautiful and lovely, and it's it's too late in the game, Mia. I can't. I can't <laughs> We're invite, sorry, I can't, Mia. I've, I've We're got too sorry. many friends. I can't meet anyone else, Mia. I'm just like, up to up to the brim. Sorry about it. All the guys are hugging her, and they're just like down to her stomach. Hi, Mia. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome. You're a tall woman. What's that like? <laughs> <laughs> what are you six two? Not that it matters. Uh, six five, actually. <laughs> Not that it matters. 
Thankfully, another date card arrives. It's not for Keely. It's not for Mia. <laughs> no one cares. No, Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, guys. ladies. You seem very nice. Um, but it is for Matt. And people didn't like that because he's already had a date. But I liked it because I think Matt and Renee just need some space. Me too. From Kieran always just angrily glaring at them. But also I did like when Kieran was like, it's not fair that he gets two dates. And it's like, you've been on two dates. <laughs> yeah. Like so he... just go rub some more massage oil on Kiki or look at yourself in the mirror or something. Like, you'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, so they go on a boring date. Oh, they flew a kite. I don't know. It's not 1914. Yeah, they struggled getting it up, which it happens to everyone, guys. It's okay. <laughs> um, yeah, they, they flew a kite. I don't know. Let's I just, I, move I on I, to a better couple yeah. because I feel Renee and Matt are currently stuck in this kind of space where Renee can't fully move on because of Kieran always watching and just being there and Matt sees she's struggling but he's also really really into her so they're kind of stuck in a really awkward spot right now but meanwhile wait wait I think that's really summed up when he says to her we we can either go we can either gun it and we can take this to 100 or we can take it slow and he, and you can tell that he is like expecting her to say like let's do this let's pedal to the metal and she goes take it slow <laughs> yeah and he's like oh and he's like huh, huh. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. great. And then the kite just like fell to the ground again. <laughs> Add kites to the list. I'm not. And no kites. Yeah. No. Like what? Like a kite is literally just like a visual representation of wind existing. I'm like not into it. I thought you were gonna say like a visual representation about relationships. No. Like you try to like really build it up, and then it just comes crashing down. You're 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 basically just holding a string and being like, look at what wind can do. It's like um, Google a windmill. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? What is the what is the point? I'm cancelling our kite date for tomorrow then. Good. You do not respect me whatsoever. Like, if I ever went on a kite date, I'd tie a key to that string and I'd get electrocuted. Am I right, history buffs? <laughs> what is it, Ben Franklin? <laughs> ben, call me. He, like, created electricity <laughs> with a kite. And that's the only interesting thing that a kite has ever done. Anyway, apparently I'm really passionate about kites. Maybe my coffee just hit or maybe I'm having a panic attack. Anyway, um, um, so who was the couple you wanted to talk about? I wanted to talk about Lydney and Jackson. Oh, cute. In this moment because they went off. They were kicking a footy around together. Um, but then Brittany took Jackson on a mini date and it was really cute. Yeah, because he was still on the fence and then like, there was stuff at the banquet where he was talking about he would probably give Cass his rose, mm-hmm. but he would probably take Brittany on a date. And it was just like he was still so 50-50. And then she took the initiative again and took him on this mini date and they just had such a good time. Yeah, and he kind of said he went to bed that night thinking Cass maybe wasn't genuine. Don't know where he got that from. <laughs> but it was us texting him. <laughs> um, yeah, and then he and then he did the the nice thing and he basically just said i'm gonna go talk to cass and she did i don't think she loved it but no i think she knew what was coming and then she wanted to stop it before it yeah yeah and she did that thing where she was like it's cool man it's fine it's fine but take a chill pill to the camera like you know voxy she wasn't that chill about it seemingly um but then she (laughs) but then she tried it on with poor alex (laughs) which was so funny. It just when adds she- to Alex's confusion oh in God. paradise. Because he's kind of in this weird love triangle where like Keely's really interested in him. Kira doesn't understand what I need space means. And then Cass is like, I've been into you since day one. And he was like, well, I only got here four days ago. <laughs> and she was like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's like, we, don't, we haven't even really got to know each other. And she was like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that kind of set off her trying to, I think, sway him to give her a rose. And Which- again, it's like, 
why? Exactly. And that's what I mean. I you know, a national apology to Jake Ellis, who was right about the friendship roses the whole time. I bagged him out so much, but Yeah, you're right. He was onto something. He knew Ugh. something. That headline, worst person you know, made a good point. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, Jake. You did you did good. He was really nice. See you next year, Jake. <laughs> Um, well, that kind of leads us into the cocktail party where I think the, the real, uh, so the guys had the power and Keely, Kira and Cass were kind of on the chopping block. Weirdly, Mir and Scott had kind of bonded. Great. Which we saw absolutely zero about. Amazing. Sure. Cool. I like Scott. Yeah. He, and he so really does the nation. a lot to the yeah. show. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and all the tweets, just everyone's like, so glad Scott's oh my here. God, every time he's on screen, Twitter just erupts. <laughs> it crashes. It crashes with the volume. Twitter says, too loud. Turn the volume down. That's what Twitter says about all the tweets about Scott. You got you, you people listening, you, you asked, and here's 45 <laughs> minutes about Scott. Um, <laughs> he loves avocados. He lo- well... <laughs> Um, so yeah, so Keely, Kira and Cass, that's so hard to say, uh, all say it again, five times. Keely, Kira, Cass, Keely, Kira, Cass, Keely, Kira, Cass, Keely, Kira, Cass. Oh, you did so well. Where's my award? Oh, it's a kite, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, yeah. The three of them are all vying for Alex's rose because he's also the only sort of man up for question who wears his rose going to go. Keely and him seem to kind of get along. There seems to be something there. Maybe. I don't know. Um, Cass, interestingly enough, Cass's tactic is to throw Kira under the bus and say, you need to get rid of somebody that's not going to tread on somebody else's toes. Cut back to episode nine, where she literally said, I just love treading on people's (laughs) toes. And I thought, hmm. 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 Okay. Interesting. (laughs) Interesting. I wonder what Scott would think about that. We should get Scott on as a guest, actually. Imagine if you just replace me with Scott for the next episode. Maybe we will. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, the funny thing is Cass also is like, sorry, Kira, I think it's time to go home, girl. <laughs> it's like, okay, pot, kettle, black. Like, what? Yeah. Why don't you just both go? Also, how long did she think the show was going to go for? It can't go forever. And what was she waiting for? Yeah. Um, okay, well, the rose ceremony was amazing because we knew where all the roses were going except for one. I was fully prepared to see Keely spend another night in paradise yeah i did not expect alex to give his rose to kira no i just i don't really understand that here's what i'm thinking okay tell me great tv do you think well i don't know maybe alex was just kind of like i know that if i keep kira it's nothing and i can hang with the boys and have a good time if i keep keely i have to put the effort in and see yeah, if this connection is real so kira is a safer choice because he gets another week or whatever in paradise with his boys without having to force a romantic connection yeah which brings us back to alex who's just there for du bois Mm. which is fine if he swings that way i'm available (laughs) (laughs) alex (laughs) alex (laughs) he's like i'm not um yeah that was wild Uh, i was fully shocked yeah shook as and just like another week of Kira and Alex both communicating badly. Ugh, Are they together? Amazing. Are they not? They're obviously amazing. not. But I thought he meant space for like thirty minutes. Amazing, <laughs> amazing. She should be like a um, oh, like a hostage, whatever you call it, where like you have negotiator. to negotiator. Yeah, she should be a hostage negotiator because she just like confuse everyone. And they'd be like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. So well, we say goodbye to Cass. Oh yeah, we finally said goodbye to. Well, we said goodbye to Keely. Once we again, barely said hi, but yeah. <laughs> once again, walked in one door straight out the other. <laughs> um, sorry, Keely, you seemed really See nice you next year. Uh, and we we said goodbye to Cass. It's interesting. She said Jackson hasn't had much life experience, so he will regret picking Brittany. It's like yes, he will regret picking this ray of sunshine yeah. <laughs> that's coming to all our lives, even if they don't work out. Big regrets. Yeah. Shouldn't have done that. Mm. I think we've kind of like said this a few times, but I think it was definitely time. Yeah. It was very clear that I don't think she wanted, I don't think she was going to find what she was looking for in paradise. Matt, who's your rose going to? Um, This week, I think I'm going to do what everyone at home is thinking. Um, (laughs) And I'm giving my rose to Scott, just a, a shining beacon in this world. He's I, brought a lot to the show. He brings every every episode. I clutch my sides and I think, what will he do next? Um, he actually seems like a very nice person. Uh, maybe. Sure. I yeah. love Scott. So I'm giving Scott my rose. Big fan of Scott. I genuinely am. I think the more that we make this joke, the more I love Scott. <laughs> it like always st- works out that way. I'm though. like Stockholm syndroming myself that I'm Scott's biggest fan. I'm going to have to follow him on Instagram after this. <laughs> follow us back, Scott. Yeah, Scott, follow us back. We love you. Love you. Uh, Talia, who would you give your rose to? My rose this week is going to Mary and Connor as oh, a couple. yeah. Because I just really like that they've really settled into this solid relationship. We're not seeing much about it, but like dramas erupt in. They're off playing chess. That was so cute. <laughs> I know. Genuinely, I know that we made a lot of jokes about the clean skins. I said mm. clear skins a hundred times and <laughs> nobody corrected me. Clear skin. Every single time I said clear skins. No one said a single thing. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I did correct you in the end, but I don't think I even noticed. No, I don't think you corrected me. I think you said clean skins and I said, am I saying that? Or anyway, how embarrassing. Um, I, I know we just made goes a to show I don't listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> uh, you just sit there brushing your pubes for teeth. I They get tangled, okay? <laughs> we made a lot of jokes about the clean skins. I am so glad Connor is here. He is such a breath of fresh air. I feel like Alicia and Glenn, Mary and Connor mm-hmm. have been something that I can actually like invest in as just like a really nice narrative of just seeing people that genuinely get along. And because this show is meant to be about falling in love. At the end of the day. Um, so it's nice to see people doing that. Yeah, I agree. That's a great rose. And and just to remind everyone, mine was going to Scott. Yes, yeah, Scott. Yeah, Scott. Not that anyone would have forgotten. Yeah. No one forgets about Scott. No, but um, that's where mine went. Um, okay. Well, I think we should probably wrap this up and um, go through Scott's uh, Instagrams um, and read each, the captions out to each other yeah. while we eat grapes. I don't know. Grapes are hard to eat. <laughs> if you should do That was the ugliest noise I've ever made. Oh, I just the visual, the visual of it, the visual. Of Maybe it. we just have a milkshake or something. <laughs> uh, I'll get you a bucket of kelp and <laughs> hose you down. Um, all right. Hot. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, I'm so sorry. Uh, it's been a big week. Uh, if you ever want to catch up on any episodes of Bachelor in Paradise, these are some, as Kieran would say, spicy episodes. Definitely check them out on 10 Play or tune in at 7.30 on 10. You can also watch shorter recaps on Punky. We worked really hard on them. Many long nights. Are you done? <laughs> Go to punky.com.au. Amazing. Or Punky on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or just like... Hit up Punky on Instagram, slide into my DMs. We love talking about this show. Scott, message us on Instagram. 
Um, he's not listening. <laughs> All right. Scott's uh, hovering over the block button. Scott, yeah. Scott, please unblock us. We want to chat to you. Uh, Talia, I think we should probably wrap this up before we get a, a restraining yeah, order taken out. Let's go have a nap. All right. <laughs> Together. <laughs> Together. Pips <Pips-a-tip. laughs> of